0: As we begin 2023, here's a New Year's resolution you can actually keep. Eat more chocolate. Extensive research demonstrates the remarkable benefits of daily cocoa flavanols on brain and heart function. So I searched high and low for cocoa products that deliver meaningful amounts of healthful flavanols with great flavor and minimal sugar. I'm thrilled to found flavor Naturals. Flava Naturals Performance Dark Chocolate Bars and Cocoa Powder deliver five to nine times the flavanols of typical dark chocolate. Their secret is sourcing premium high flavanol cocoa beans and processing them naturally. The result is decadent dark chocolate with the flavanol levels needed to fuel brain and cardio performance. I use it every day. Flava Naturals is a New Year's resolution you'll actually keep. To order, just go to FlavaNaturals.com. That's FlavaNaturals.com. There, you can also check out the latest research, including a recent Harvard study showing a 27% reduction in cardiovascular death. Plus, get great recipes at FlavaNaturals.com. FlavaNaturals.com. Welcome back to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. This is our weekly opportunity to field your questions. Questions come to questions at drhoffman.net. And we have a fair number of questions in our mailbag, although we always want more. And uh, we don't have to restrict ourselves to things that end with a question mark. They can be comments uh, or opinions. So we'd be happy to uh, address your concerns in whatever fashion. just a reminder that, you know, we're talking about, uh, you know, the vaccine is a good, is a bad. Uh, and it's really not that binary when it comes to COVID. Uh, there recently was a study in the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition mm-hmm. that amplifies the message that I wrote about uh, in the midst of the pandemic. I wrote this uh, a year ago, uh, which was something called Immunity Reset a personalized plan to pandemic proof your body and build resilience for a long healthy life you can find it at drhoffman.com if you click on the read drop down menu and then click on Immunity Reset and you can get the entire PDF document there it's it's a long document Mm -hmm. and it talks about diet supplements lifestyle sleep exercise uh, you know the whole nine yards now what the article in the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition said do you get that by the way? The 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 AJC. Yes, yes. So go to this month's, Mm -hmm. and there's an article about diet and COVID. And Ah. not surprisingly, and this is actually the second big study, because there was a biobank study out of the UK Mm -hmm. uh, at the end of last year, uh, sort of like fall, uh, which showed that diet did make a difference in hospitalization and death. And this is another big study of like hundreds of thousands of people That looked at the correlation between diet and COVID outcomes.
1: Yes. And
0: I'm not saying that there's not, you know, some people who succumbed to COVID who were on superb diets. Yeah. But less likely. Much less less likely. Less likely. Yeah. And that's just one thing. We're not talking about vitamin D. We're not talking about quercetin. We're not talking about zinc, you know, probiotics. We're not talking about the whole raft, vitamin C. Yes. All these plausible ways to fortify us. Mm -hmm. Especially now that the vaccine's kind of letting us down. It's letting us down. I mean, we put all our eggs in the vaccine basket, and we did not emphasize enough lifestyle.
1: Exactly. So it can't be all about that kind of a, you know, the vaccine wasn't a magic bullet. Taking a drug isn't a magic bullet to cure obesity in children. It just doesn't go like that. Yep. We we have skin in the game. We're responsible for what goes in the pie hole. You know that hole in your face yep. where you, where food goes. <laughs> yep. So and there and there's yeah.
0: genetics to contend with. You know. Sure. Ideas. So sure. But okay. Uh, All right. Co- the question that we had was about the pneumovax.
1: Yes. This comes from from Lori. Dear Doctor Hoffman, I'm 66 years old. I did not. I won't take the COVID vaccine. I've had. Covid twice in early in July, November. Both times, the worst part for me was and by the way, cough.
0: Just once again, you know, the the, the uh, there was a time when when you mentioned natural immunity yeah. on social media, Facebook or Twitter. Yeah, you got censored. Yeah, you got you you could get banned from Twitter. It was
1: a thought crime.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, or God. or shadow banned. Shadow words, banned. Yes, you got shadow banned. I think I was because I think that uh, you know, there was a time where I was getting. A lot less. And I know some of my colleagues who are a little more radical on their viewpoint about the vaccine, like Mercola. Yeah. He was decimated by socials. Mm -hmm. Absolutely decimated. Yeah. I think he might be contemplating legal action now.
1: Good idea. There has to be some consequence to all of that. So, Lori says Since I've not had a pneumonia vaccine, I'd like to get one. I know there are several. How old is the person? She's 66.
0: Okay. And so the general recommendation is like, you know, 65 or 60, or some doctors say even younger, that, you know, because pneumonia is more prevalent in seniors, that it's a good idea to get it.
1: Yeah. How do I know which one to? I should get? I've never had one before.
0: You can actually arrange to get it in a drugstore. You know, you can just go get it. Go to CVS. And yeah. And uh, so the problem with the pneumonia vaccine, uh, I've ordered them for the office, but they're You know, they expire. And so if you order a bunch and you, you know, you got to really push them on patients. And I don't want to push it on patients. Yeah. Uh, so it's best to probably get it at pharmacy. And I think the, uh, there's a 23 valent one, Mm -hmm. uh, now that covers more strains of pneumonia. And it's particularly important for people who've had a splenectomy. They must get it. Yeah. Because they, even if they're like, you know, 30, and they've lost their spleen in an automobile accident or due to surgery yeah. uh, for certain conditions, and uh, they they have a fault in their immune system that makes them renders them more susceptible to pneumonia. So they must get the pneumovax. Yeah. Uh, then there are people who have respiratory conditions; they're more prone to pneumonia. Mm-hmm. And remember, pneumonia is is can be a cause of death even in the antibiotic era. Sure. Uh, people
1: have died of pneumonia. It's a, true. A lot. Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, because. Yeah poor immunity, immunosenescence. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, mm-hmm. is there a downside to it? I, I certainly don't see a downside in any way comparable to the effects we're seeing with the COVID vaccine. I've heard
1: people say after they get a flu vaccination, and then I got the flu. No, but I've never heard that after or right. pneumonia <laughs> vaccination. <laughs> pneumonia I've pneumonia. never heard, I yeah. got pneumonia after
0: the... <laughs> I, I, you know, it may cause a transient, uh, you know, flu-like. Feeling, but that's about it. But
1: it irritates the immune system, which is the way it yeah, works. That's right. what it's supposed to do. Right. Maybe that's the effect. It makes a little under the should, weather. Yeah, exactly for a few days, and that should be. That but way.
0: I do know of people who've gotten it, and they say it's inconsequential. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I think it's one of those things now where doctors, uh, when they see patients, a lot of it is automated. They have an automated script where they're when they're looking at the computer. That they're supposed to go check, 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 check the boxes. Has your patient gotten the COVID? Has the patient gotten the flu vaccine? Oh, it, it, it reads the age of the patient. Has the patient gotten the pneumonia vaccine? Yeah. And it prompts the doctors to urge that you do it. Yeah. But, you know, it's always at your discretion to get these things.
1: Yeah. Subway but adds. I'm not, I'm not
0: against it. I just I'm not. Right. I mean, I'm over that age. I haven't had it. Yeah. I haven't had it. Yeah. yeah. But maybe I'm, you know, a, an outlier in terms of relatively good health.
1: I'm seeing ads on the subway, on the train, where if you're over 50, you're more at risk. You should get your COVID booster now. Uh-huh. Over 50.
0: Over 50. Okay. Wow. 50. Wow. We keep lowering the...
1: They keep lowering. Yep.
0: But if you're under 50, there's some countries that have banned the shot for people under a certain age, mm-hmm. under 65. They mm-hmm. don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. But then there's this the small but real... Possibility that they're investigating now of people who are older who are getting strokes from the vaccine. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, okay. We've got a question from Bill, Doctor Hoppen and, read... and by the way, just, yes. Just, and yes. I'll tell
0: you, anecdotally, yeah. When I was in Lithuania, one of our guides was a woman who was, she, she must have been like fifty-eight,
1: mm-hmm. and My she age. said,
0: she, and she took her first two, uh-huh. and then she took a booster, and within a week she got a stroke. Oh, and she's goodness. not obese, she's not diabetic, she's not hypertensive. And and she said
1: too much of a coincidence. She said you know she she
0: know. completely uh, recovered, but she they, they said you're very lucky because it was very in locations very close to the speech center, and she had Broca. you know, she yeah. she noted that she had problems talking and her face was drooping and all the classic signs, and they rushed her to the emergency room, she had a stroke. Oh. Wow. Coincidence? Coincidence?
1: Yeah. We have an email from Bill, Doctor Hoffman. I just read your excellent article on curbing sugar cravings. Oh, good, good. For twenty twenty three, I've used L glutamine for decades with great success. What do you feel about other things for sugar cravings, like neurotransmitters? For well, example, I did, I did
0: write about that. Yeah, and uh, the neurotransmitters in question, it's to some extent, tryptophan, because yes uh it, some uh,
1: people i find do better with l tryptophan mm-hmm. and others do better with five hydroxy tryptophan, right, which is like the precursor five h t five h t so which is interesting um you know, and then
0: there are um yeah, I would say with tryptophan less tyrosine yes um, because tyrosine is more of a
1: more for energy energy and yeah chromium could be beneficial. Do Although not...
0: I'd look for studies to see if it craved, yeah. it, 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 it. even C- the studies on diabetes on that are equivocal. Yeah.
1: Now back... You back, know, just
0: because something might help diabetes doesn't necessarily mean it curbs that's sugar true. Cravings.
1: I'm thinking back to maybe 15 years ago when chromium became popular for depression. Mm-hmm. So maybe indirectly for the neurotransmitters, chromium may play a role, albeit small or something. I have patients who swear by chromium. That if they're not on it, they feel very you know, unsavable. I don't know I, how much is suggestion. It could be I, suggestion, I, but know, it, if, oh no, I ran out of chromium. If it
0: fortifies your resolve to get stay off sugar, it, it, it's absolutely. worth it. It's worth a few bucks a month.
1: It's worth it, absolutely. Okay, but well, re- you know, read that
0: article because there's a kind of compendium.
1: There is of
0: things that might be helpful.
1: Very comprehensive. Right. Okay. It's all these
0: articles, by the way, they're archived. So you know, yeah. if you see the newsletter. And then you lose that email, you can go to drhoffman.com. Or maybe you're not a, maybe you don't want to be on a newsletter. You don't like to get stuff in your inbox. Then just go to drhoffman.com and look at uh, you under read. the read drop down menu. You can just go back weeks, weeks and weeks and weeks and right. read all our newsletter articles.
1: And it also goes goes under subject. Right, you can go under well. subject, yeah. So it could be easier a little easier to search. Okay. We've got an email from Martha. Hello, Dr. Hoffman. I recently had lumpectomy uh, for DCIS diagnosis, stage zero.
0: Okay. So DCIS, ductal carcinoma in situ, it is argued by some that that's not cancer. Yes, I've heard that pre-cancer, argument. That it is
1: pre-cancer. Yeah,
0: pre-cancer. Yeah. Now, we recently saw a woman uh, here who had DCIS mm-hmm. and opted to have a bilateral mastectomy where the advantage is that she didn't have to go on hormones. Yeah. Actually, she did even go on hormones. I think she, she even did. went on hormones. She did. But you don't have to have radiation or chemo. Right. Now, stage zero means it's very, very small. hmm And the concern with ductal carcinoma in situ is that if it's found in one breast, it's likely to be in both breasts. hmm And therefore, there's a little more aggressive treatment of that because mm-hmm. it's it's like preventing cancer
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, from happening uh, i have to say and i'm not an oncologist i say right up front that there's some
1: and you don't play one on podcast i don't play
0: one on podcast <laughs> <laughs> uh, that there is some pushback against uh, radiation for stage zero uh, cancer.
1: Martha says, doctors are now talking of radiation and hormone therapy. After much, much researching, I'm not comfortable at this time right. undergoing either treatment, right. looking into something more holistic.
0: Right. Well, the hormone therapy is either tamoxifen, and it's a, the disadvantage of tamoxifen is that it can cause uterine cancer. Mm. Um, and it's, a, it's an old drug. It's a blocker of estrogen. And then there's anastrozole or femara, uh which is a drug that uh, prevents the aromatization of um, uh, hormones
1: mm-hmm.
0: and but it, it can make you go through a slam <laughs> a slam in menopause because it wow. just really uh, desiccates your body typically it'll be associated with uh, muscle aches and um, vaginal dryness sometimes and mm-hmm. mood stuff mood kind of so it's yeah. It, it There's some downsides to it. Now, it is going to confer some additional protection. I always ask this, um, you know, I say to patients, ask your oncologist, what difference does it make? Show me the statistics, because if the, the oncologist says, you have, statistically, with your level of cancer, about an 8% mm-hmm. chance of getting uh, a recurrence. And so what if I take the thing that you're recommending for five years with side effects? Well, then you'll have a 6% chance of recurrence. So, you know, that is a 25% reduction in your risk of cancer. That's 25% relative risk Uh with a 2% absolute risk reduction. Uh So... That means that in order for uh, you to benefit, uh, you know, 50 women would have to take it. I'm just estimating the number needed to treat to save one woman for cancer, or maybe even more, you know. Mm -hmm. So you'd unnecessarily take it because you wouldn't get cancer anyway, because you have a low risk of, with a stage zero, you have a low risk of cancer anyway. Yeah. I'm just guessing. Yes. Now, I would love if there was an oncologist who was listening to this or even a you know a naturopathic student who's familiar with oncology
1: mm-hmm. who
0: could tell me the latest greatest statistic on just what I sure. what I guessed at yeah but i think i'm in the ballpark there mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: yeah Let's so see. and and therefore some women will someone will say i am risk averse i don't care about my breasts take them off take them off hack them off because if i have any there's just it's going to make me uh, stay up at night, worry yeah. about it. Yeah. Uh I want a bilateral mastectomy. And just be done with it. Mm. Hmm. I I get that. You yeah. You know, that's Angelina Jolie did that. Yes. You know, I,
1: back when uh, right. She right. has
0: a gene that predisposes to breast cancer,
1: and her mother died of. Uh, She's the Braccharian. Yeah. So, okay. you know, it's an
0: individual choice. Uh, but I I do have discuss this with patients and try to have them make a rational choice. <clears throat> this is not to minimize the protective effects of. Lifestyle once again. Yes. Exercise, weight optimization, a lower carb diet, because yeah. actually it's not been shown that it's meat that causes breast cancer, right. unless it's highly treated with hormones. Uh, it the amount of carbs you have increases risk for breast cancer. Yes. Um, we
1: got to stop the love affair with sugar.
0: Right. And uh, you know you may want to look at things that have the potential for. Uh, containing hormones, you know, like a lot of dairy products, conventional dairy products. Yes, you know.
1: will contain hormones. Um, you don't want things that make hormones. I think like there may be an association. A lot of soy or something possibly. Well, soy may be protective. Maybe protective. Maybe protective. Yeah. And if uh, you it, do opt for the non-GMO and so forth, then
0: they say that with soy, that soy mm. may be protective in your early life stages, but to use soy after you have breast cancer is possibly a two-edged sword.
1: I believe the two schools of thought is that because the phytoestrogens in soy are so much weaker, they may be beneficial in that they take up that receptor space in the body, blocking your own more stronger endogenous estrogen. However, and the that's, other and that's or, what
0: that's what tamoxifen is. It's a CERM. Yes,
1: it's a CERM. It's a serum. It takes the and place
0: so is, of it. And so is soy. Yeah. And so is a uh, you know things like red clover, things like that.
1: Yeah. On the other school of thought is no, no, no. You're just adding more estrogen to the party right. by eating more soy. Right. Is you now even
0: though it's a weak estrogen? Exactly. Yeah. Right. So we don't know. And
1: yeah, jury's
0: still out. And there are other there are other anti cancer effects of soy that are not even hormonally mediated. It's a tyrosine kinase inhibitor, which is one of the cancer promoter uh, pathways. Yeah. So you know. Uh, I, I go to a Japanese restaurant a lot. I like to eat uh, sashimi, and yes. uh, I, I I order the uh, edamame. I order the edamame, and, and I'm pretty money. sure it's GMO because most of the soy is. But like, I love it. And mm-hmm. I I do I sound more feminine these days? I'm getting a little more.
1: I don't I don't notice. A, so my voice going down voice an octave but, or anything. No,
0: okay. <laughs> I've taken up knitting lately and quilting. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not ready to transition yet. Yeah yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay. I'll know when I come in I and I see something different. All right. <laughs> but I get the appeal. I mean why
0: not, you know, when you go through life, it's like you have only one life. Why not experience it as both
1: sexes? Why not? You know Well, here's the thing. Yeah. You're an adult. You can make that decision. That's true. You could do whatever you that's wish. That's true, that's true. Isn't that a wonderful thing? You could do whatever you want. Right.
0: And with technology, you can do it more and more. You could do it more and more. Yeah.
1: And if you decide you've changed your mind, you can maybe reverse just, it, but it
0: may be harder to do. No, maybe just do it through virtual reality.
1: There you Put go. Put on the VR
0: glasses. Yes. And experience what it's like to be a woman.
1: Exactly. And okay. you only pay, what, 300 or $500 <laughs> for that.
0: And it's and then if you don't like it, you just you take like them off. If you don't like
1: it, you take them off. You're done.
0: Right. Okay. You know. Well, it's how did it's, we get it's on, a test run. How do we get on that So I guess maybe I I'm having know. too much soy. Maybe Yes.
1: <laughs> having too much soy. Exactly. Oh my God! Well, there was a study back when yeah. that showed that a lot of vegan men who consume primarily soy right. as their main source of a complete protein have
0: gynecomastia
1: had no, had lower sperm counts. Lower
0: sperm counts. Okay. Yeah.
1: So that messes with testosterone.
0: Right. Right, right. No, we did, that, we did, we talked that's about that. concern. We talked about that in our chapter that we wrote. Yes, we did. Uh, which is the relationship between diet and sexual right. uh, performance.
1: Yes, and th- that was, it's Integrative Sexual Health, is the, the name of the book.
0: The Andrew, of the Andrew Weil Wiles series. series. Right. Right.
1: Right. Okay. Which
0: has set you back about $99. It's an expensive uh, mm-hmm. textbook.
1: But very, very comprehensive. Yeah. A lot of different doctors and practitioners recommended Recommend it to
0: professionals, because yes. it really is, I think, a little dry for the average layperson. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But not for the average intelligent medicine listener. Well, that's listener. true. We may be, I think they dive into...
0: We may be shortchanging yeah. our listenership.
1: Absolutely. Yep. I okay. think so. Okay. So, we've got a question here from Lynn. Dr. Hoffman, can you please talk about the efficacy or benefits of... Near infrared light therapy. Love your podcasts. Thank you. Well, near
0: infrared light is basically uh, heat. See, yeah. And I, 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 think there's a couple of ways. I mean, there's like red light lasers. I don't think that's what she's talking about. No,
1: the near <laughs> is you don't necessarily. I believe you don't quite. It's not see visual. The light. It's yeah. not, visu- yeah, it's not so visual. Yeah. And so
0: it penetrates the skin layer. It, it's some. People use it as a uh, for, sort of a home sauna kind of yeah, thing. Yeah,
1: home sauna, or to, for, to build up collagen. Okay. Yeah, to build up collagen. Okay. Maybe to reduce wrinkles. Maybe to prevent wrinkles. Is it? Is that what you're referring like to specifically? No, nope, no. Nope, but when I looked it up, that's mm-hmm. what I saw.
0: Interesting. And is it? Uh, how is it administered? It's
1: like uh, I suppose it's like a beam through a handheld. Device. I'm sure many of the estheticians. Even here yeah. in this building, Could are using questions. something yeah. like that,
0: and so it stimulates circulation of the yeah. skin surface, yeah. which might be helpful. Yeah. Although I, you know, I'd have to see studies to see if it, I mean, kind of things that make sense mechanistically don't always pan out in reality. True. Um, apropos of which, you know, we talked about collagen. You know, maybe we uh, hold the next question for next week, but I want to talk a little bit about this mm-hmm. collagen. Taking collagen for skin. Yes. What do you What do you say?
1: Well, I make my own soup, so I'm getting my collagen there. I'm not taking a supplement for
0: Yeah, I collagen. remember, because actually, I know I, I, I get collagen from the soups, because what I did was I made, uh, I had a chicken, I threw uh-huh. the bones in the pot, I cooked it for a while, then I, I poured it off and put it in the refrigerator, and it comes out like jello, uh, jello. like Watch aspic.
1: quiver, see <laughs> right, And yes. that's coll- it's the, like, collagen. It's like That's collagen. When collagen cools. Yeah. Okay, so that's collagen. Don't but, let that gross you out, people. That's the stuff that you want.
0: But hang on, there's actually the claim that what you want is, uh, you know, low molecular weight uh, collagen, mm. which is uh, hydrolyzed collagen, oh, which, which breaks in... it down okay. into its smaller components. And what you get is, if you use, um, if you use the uh, shellfish derived collagen, yeah, or no, it's actually. Sorry, it's animal scales, animal scales collagen. Mm-hmm. You get one type of collagen, and that seems to be particularly helpful for skin. Yeah. If you use bovine collagen, which is made from animal hides, mm-hmm. that's a little gross, but it that's how you get collagen. Or you, you could wear collagen. it as a coat. You wear it as a coat. <laughs> right, but it, it actually helps. It is said to help more with GI, mm. with GI repair. Okay. Uh, and some people claim it is helpful for... Inflammatory bowel disease hmm. (IBD). Uh, there was a product that is actually shellfish-derived uh, that we used for. Do you remember the name of that? That was used for um, um, inflammatory bowel disease patients. I don't think it's on the market anymore. But Inflama- it was inflamma. No, it was what? not. No, it was the. It was the Sea uh, Cure. Sea Cure. Sea Cure. See, together we have a brain.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's called c Cure, it, it was a form of hydrolyzed. Uh, fish collagen,
1: yes, fish peptide, white, fish peptide from yeah. white fish. right yes. from whitefish, yes,
0: which was uh, healthy for the GI tract. That
1: was good. I don't know why that went away. I, I gotta look back into See that. See if that's that still helpful. available. That was very helpful. Um,
0: yeah, mm-hmm. that was uh,
1: yeah
0: part of our protocol for healing the GI tract. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so but what I did was I said, are there any studies that show? that collagen, this low molecular weight collagen, where there's some products, and it's popular.
1: I, it is you, popular. You, you can buy it on Thrive Market, you can buy it on Fullscript. Everybody, I, I'm putting collagen into my coffee, I'm yeah. putting collagen, but are you making any soup? No, I'm putting collagen in <laughs> Okay, that's
0: alright. Yeah, okay. Or in a smoothie, because yes, it's tasteless. Smoothie. Or, yes. You know, you can get vanilla flavor, but it's tasteless yeah. pretty much. So, I, I said, you know, are there any studies? There are studies. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not in top Journals, but you know, I'm not sure you'd get a study on, you know, the, the benefits of collagen in the Lancet or in, uh, you know, JAMA. Yeah. Because that's not a prime interest of theirs, uh, the cosmetic benefits. But uh, the studies seem to mostly come out of Korea. Mm. And that's not necessarily bad because, you know, it's an advanced country. But I wonder if there's a proprietary interest in selling some uh, of their Products yeah. that uh, underlies all this research by mm-hmm. by the Koreans on the skin benefits that's of a good collagen, question. and maybe there's also uh, it might be one of the supplements that's really high on the list in those countries.
1: Hmm. It, Another way to restore or produce collagen is to take vitamin C. Vitamin C is helpful, with, right? It helps in this with, regard.
0: It helps with the. Uh formation of collagen yeah. from lysine
1: yeah you know. yeah uh the the other thing i uh, people worry about uh, facial wrinkles and things like that, wrinkles are one thing, but sagging muscles even is mm-hmm. another thing as we get older. Well, there are lots of muscles in the face, I forget how many, right, but the way you would exercise the muscles of your body mm-hmm. there's a such thing as face exercises, wow, you just have to like look it up. there are various things to do. Until you've don't done frown. that, don't frown. Yeah, yeah, don't don't frown. <laughs> don't chronic, you know, don't chronically yeah, don't uh,
0: furrow your brow. Furrow your,
1: furrow your brow. That's right. something I do a lot. But uh, for instance, things like that, right, to do and try first so, before you. But I have a theory. Yeah.
0: Is you know apropos of what you're saying, is that exercising other parts of your body uh, provides a lot of blood circulation to your skin. Yes. Everywhere. Yeah, because you know you sweat and you know your face gets red. Yes, and I'm thinking that that's rejuvenating. It is. You know that that Absolutely. can actually uh, help with. I mean, it's a, it's a corollary yeah. to the overall benefits of exercise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so costs nothing. Uh, Got to do it anyway.
1: That's it. Where
0: your well being and do it and try
1: know. that and uh, right make some soup.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: Eat soup. It's winter.
0: It's nice. Or have some have some blowfish, which has a paralytic uh, poison in it, which will <laughs> work like Botox. No, don't do they, it.
1: They, they only have certified, people who are certified
0: uh, I actually prepare just, that for I actually you. just saw, I watched a spy thriller. It's a German spy thriller, and I was practicing my German watching it. Uh-huh. And they have this uh, ex-East German assassin. Mm-hmm. And one of the ways that she assassinates people is she buys a blowfish... Which are available in sushi restaurants, and she she extracts its poison glands and refines them, uh, and then uh, she kills her victims with the uh, wow, and then oh, and then she eats the blowfish, the part that's okay.
1: Oh, okay. But you, you have to have
0: you have you have to be like a really high grade sushi chef with so, a special certification to prepare blowfish.
1: Yes, uh, and they also will take that that certified sushi chef who. Say 10, that
0: ten t- times over. It's
1: sushi, chef. Sushi, sushi chef. Certified sushi chef. Certified sushi chef. Can't do it. Okay. <laughs> they actually have to take the poisonous part of that blowfish, right. put it away in a special container, and have it taken out like hazardous waste. Oh. I saw this on an old Anthony Bourdain. Oh, you did? Yeah. Series. Traveler series. And I just found that, well, fascinating.
0: Or or it could be uh, an assassin's tool, as Maybe. was in that German Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Spy thriller. So anyway, uh, oh my goodness. Uh, You know, our digressions, uh, you know, I, I hope are informative for listeners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's unfortunately all the time we have. Let's, yes. Let me mention that uh, uh, unlike uh, blowfish venom, uh, you can find <laughs> hundreds of curated, vetted supplements in my script dispensary. They won't uh, paralyze you or poison you. No. And they might uh, help with your well-being. You can find them at deerhoffmanstore.com. Uh, and also, uh, take advantage of everything that intelligence medicine has to offer. You're listening to one of our podcasts. Also, uh, follow me on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, you won't find Layla there because she's trying to preserve her sanity. <laughs> and uh, subscribe to the newsletter if you haven't already because we've got free in-depth articles on relevant health stories. Uh, listen to our radio program on weekends. Call 877-726-8255 to uh to participate in that program. And that's all she wrote this week.
1: Yeah, that's right. Thank you for listening, everybody.
0: And thanks for your great emails. Keep them coming. Send them to questions at drhoffman.net.
1: This is Layla Mutin, RD. I see patients regularly, along with Dr. Hoffman. If you require a nutrition consult with me, but live out of town, there's no need to travel to New York City. I have telephone consultations with clients from all over the country. Please visit drhoffman.com for more information. And to set up an appointment, call 212-779-1744. That's 212-779-1744. I look forward to being a collaborator in your healthcare.